Greetings and salutations. It is I, Michael Govier, along with your wonderful co-host, Leanne Hello. And we are both back for today's episode of The First Day Pod. Our show today is an open forum, kind of catching up, checking in. We want to know how you are doing. And we also want to learn, discover some new ways to grow, and hopefully have a few revelations that might be something we can build upon going forward. We love doing this show, and I got to tell you, I'm really glad to be back for this episode. I know I've been busy all summer playing softball, and it sounds pretty silly to a lot of you. But getting outside and connecting with people is not a bad thing. But I sure am glad to be back for this episode of The First Day Pod. Greetings! My name is Michael Gobier, and that is Leanne Hello. She's a person. She's not a, an object. That. You are Leanne Hello. Hi, Leanne. Hi, guys. How's my old pal? <laughs> Good. How are you? Great. I'm so excited to be here on the First Day Pod. It's been a while since I've been on the show, so I want to take a moment to say thank you for sticking with us while Leanne was doing it on her own. It's not easy to do. She did a fantastic job. She talked about a lot of stuff she wanted to cover. We kept it real. We always keep it real on this show. That's why the First Day Pod is here to serve you in an authentic, honest, and legitimate way. Yes. Right? Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us, even though Mike wasn't here. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's not It's not about me. It's just the it's, fact that I love doing this show. I know. And I've been playing softball. Hey, Ed, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Is Alexander around? No, and I think so, he's yeah. on another vacation. Oh, it's vacation fest. Woohoo! Yeah. I have been playing softball on Sundays, and you might think, like, who cares? Nobody cares. That's fine. You don't have to care. But <laughs> to me, you know, playing softball is an enjoyable thing. It gets me outdoors, it connects me with other people. Uh, it's competition. It's not like fierce, but it's real. And so it gives me a purpose. It provides a lot of valuable pieces that I need to satiate and keep going every day. So I love doing this show too. This show provides a ton of value. In fact, it's way more valuable than softball, but I just want people to know what I've been doing and why I've been doing it. And if the time was on a Thursday, I would do it on Thursday, but it just happened to be on a Sunday evening. And in fact, I'm on two leagues Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. So it's like a super busy day and it'll almost be over soon. It'll be winter and we'll be indoors, and I will always be a part of the show. So I I might not be back. I don't know when I'm coming back because I hurt my calf. That's why I'm able to do the show tonight because the season's not over, but we did get rained out. I think there's a massive thunderstorm that came through. So, Yeah, I could hear the thunder. That was so cool. I Can you hear the thunder? Me. Yeah, we're so far, but yet so close. Right. So all I'm saying is, uh, yeah, softball. It's something I do, but I love this show. And I really feel like, you know, I've been talking about this show with more people, it seems, recently in real life, Leanne. That's I didn't wonderful. tell you this. I'm telling you something you don't know. This is a live update for you. Oh. I was talking to my neighbors who oh. live up at the front of the property where I live at. I live in the back. My house is in like the back of this big property. And there's all these houses up front, like, I don't know, 800 feet away up the driveway. And uh, I don't always engage with them, but I have to pass them every time to get through. It's unavoidable. It's like the people you don't <laughs> necessarily, I don't have anything against them, and I, but I don't want to like spend every day with them. You know what I mean? Just but they're continue. my neighbors. <laughs> Just in case they're listening. What if they're listening? No, I like them. Uh, Mike is a great guy. Shout out to Mike Froggy. He's a really good dude. And uh, they're all really nice people. But we ended up getting a conversation because I wanted to get the trash out. And even though it was 530 in the evening, they hadn't picked up the trash yet, so I still had a chance to run the trash out. So I ran the trash up to the front, and I got the trash picked up. And while I was waiting for the garbage truck to come by, I just started talking to Mike and his friend. And we ended up talking about opioids and, like, addiction and a lot of this stuff. And it turns out that his friend was a recovering alcoholic, and Mike himself, had he'd found two different people dead, personally, from overdoses. Oh he God. found his best friend dead oh at his God. house uh, about 10 years ago. And oh this my is, lord! Yeah, this is from opioids. So, we really started opening up, and I shared my story a bit, and we just exchanging all these stories. Uh, even one of them, there was a guy locally. We're in the Metro Detroit area. Leanne lives in Windsor, which is right next to Detroit, very close. Mm -hmm. 
They're basically mm-hmm. sisters, right? Yeah, south of Detroit, actually. Oh, what? Come on, I love it. I love you too. <laughs> uh, but there was a story a couple years ago about this cop in Dearborn Heights, I believe, that he died of an overdose with another guy because they had snorted some cocaine that had fentanyl in it. And people were like, it was a Dearborn Heights cop. So it was like a big news story around here. But that turned out to be one of their pals too. Like not the cop, but their friend who died. And oh, wow. it was just like fascinating to instantly. I'll talk about 10 to 15 minutes of discussion. Wow. A ton of talk about death, opioids, addiction problems, and trying to justify alcohol use versus opioids. And, you know, I wouldn't touch opioids, but, you know, drinking's fine. And, mm-hmm. But that, I could have gone on this whole tangent about how terrible drinking can be. And it's legal, so it's even easier to get, and it's harder to avoid than mm-hmm. it is to avoid Vicodin or heroin. So, mm-hmm. and I How told did you about get the into show, that conversation? So. We were just talking about, uh, oh, we ended up getting like, what I do, how do I survive? And I'm like, oh, well, I, okay. pod- I podcast a lot. And I told him I had a podcast about mental health nice. and addiction. And the guy said, you know, that should do really well. You know, I feel like a lot of people would be into that these days. And I was like, you know what? You would think that's the case, but, you know, we've been doing the show for since March of 2020. So basically since the entire COVID pandemic mm-hmm. run and, you know, we haven't had a lot of growth. I mean, just being honest, I'm not complaining. I'm just telling the truth here. It's been a slow go. Uh, we love doing the show, but some reason, I don't know if it's us. It could be our personalities. It could be that we love each other too much. Um, <laughs> it's always a problem. You know, it's just a... People love to say, and they do believe, I I genuinely believe most people do care about mental health and how important it is and all that stuff. But it's one thing to support it and be like, yeah, I'm down with it. But it's another thing to actually actively do something about it, whether it's just checking in with podcasts or listening to people talk about mental health or uh, supporting it by promoting it to others and even worse or even more fearful for some, coming on the show or sharing a comment like these, like Tammy saying, we love you both. That's an easy comment. Thank you, Tammy. We love you too. You're wonderful. Or Ed saying, sugar is easily available as well. Another drug to avoid like alcohol or opiates. Yes, Mm -hmm. Ed. These comments we get, some people might be afraid that we would share their comments. And I want to make this clear. If you want to watch the show or listen to the podcast version, which is available everywhere, Apple Podcasts, five-star rating would really help the show grow and expand. We can connect with more people and hopefully help and learn from them but you don't have to comment and if you do want to comment you we can keep it private i don't have to flash your comments on the screen like i do with this i control it i click the button and now you see ed's comment on the live stream or you see my brother hello josh hey josh is nick in bed yet is nick still up nick's my nephew by the way so we should do something actually we should implement something that um they put like uh asterisks or they put something before their comment you know what I mean? Like they put private or something before they put their comment. So then, you know, not to put it up. Right. That's that a good people, idea too. Because then people would be able to put their comment. I never thought about that, but then they'd be able to put their comment in there and you would be able to read it, but just not say who it came from. That way that, they could get a live answer. That's a hell of an idea, Leanne. What do you think? Yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. Do you think we can that. implement that? Is that possible? <laughs> I think so. So let's do that. If you guys want things private, then just um, put an asterisk in the beginning or some sort of symbol in the beginning. And then Michael, know not to flash it on the screen. What do you think? Are you asking the people that are listening? Well, I'm asking you. I'm asking oh, what do you think about, about our growth. Thought, no, not even the growth. I just do you I'm think people you- are afraid to talk about mental health stuff on a show like this. No. So I think, well, yes. Okay. That's, you can't answer that because yes, there are some people that are going to be afraid. There are going to be some people that aren't. There's going to be some people like Ed, love you, man, um, that are going to be in the comments, in the comments, and then on the show telling everything. And so um, I think that it's a, it's a journey for everybody of where they're going to be in their mental health. I know for me, it's been a journey. I never used to talk about any of my stuff. I was like, you know, put a smile on oh and just keep God. going. You've so you've grown so much. It's on. I should give you even more credit. I mean, you have truly, really opened yourself up, and I want you to know that. I notice that. Thank sure. you, thank you. Um, but it's a process, and I think being around people that 
make it okay. That's why I think this podcast is super important. And when you said, oh, I don't know if it's because of us or because of what we're talking about, I think it's just we're not doing a good job of promoting it. I honestly believe that's all it is because every single person that has um, watched it and commented, we've probably got not every single person, I'd say 80% of the people have sent us messages saying, love your show. You know, I need to tell more people about it. But then it shuts off nine o'clock. It's done. You go on with your day and then you just forget to do something. And so that's totally on it's on us. It's on me. It's on you. Um, We need to do a better job in promoting it because I think it needs to get out there for more people because everybody loves it when they hear it, you know, and it's only if they stumble upon it, um, do they find it? Or if they're friends with a guest that's on, um, yes, Michelle, exactly. Agree. More marketing and promotion. Absolutely. I think, and I do think it's really, really important. Absolutely. Well, we know it's important. That's a no-brainer, right? Because but, everybody has mental health issues. All mm-hmm. of you do. I do. I got a ton of them. But it's not about that, too. It's it's about what's going on in our minds, how it connects to our body. We're interested in that relationship as well. Yes. And when it comes to addiction, I, I've, I've discussed my own addiction, and I'm really, really more than ever open about it. And after last year, we had a new record of overdose deaths in the United States last year, a new record. So things aren't getting easier. I feel like some people might think that, oh, you know, the whole opioid thing, that's kind of gone away. Like, no, we haven't, there's no, (laughs) we haven't solved that issue at all. We'll never, the thing is, we'll never solve the issue. That's a silly way to phrase it as well. So I agree with you, Leanne. People, when they see the show or find it, they're like, yeah, this is great. I Mm -hmm. like this. So it's on us to do a better job yes. of sharing and maybe, I don't know, paying for advertising stuff, like really making the effort to get more of an extension of our reality out to everybody else. Absolutely. You're I completely right. agree. Also, I want to, st- I'm going to stand up guys. So anybody that's watching the show right now, live, our shirts say sugar mode off <laughs> because oh. when we sit here, it looks like we're in sugar mode. Like we're ready just to keep like, Mowing down on sugar, but it's actually sugar, 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 sugar. Oh dear! No, the sugar mode is off. Yes, it's off. I'm sad now. No, you're happy. You're alive because you're not. I'm sad. No, any sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Ed says, "I love you both, but even if I didn't, I'd still say this is the most informative and interactive podcast on mental health I've ever." heard well holy shit ed that is a sweet thing to say thank you ed that's huge very kind of you ed thank you uh josh says promote market to va or military vets many could benefit from this that is a great idea josh yeah that makes a ton of sense we're so dumb (laughs) we're definitely not bright when it comes to this stuff yes terrible marketer thank you Thank you. Josh, that is a great idea. Yes. And I know Josh's own experience with the VA. He could be a real, he could be somebody we could talk to about this stuff too, because he has a lot of experience, yes. a lot of challenges. People in the military dealing with the VA, whether you've been in 10 tours of Iraq or you just did four years in the Air Force, whatever it is, the VA yeah. is, uh, it's got a lot of issues. And there's a lot of people who struggle to get the help they need. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a great idea. Why do we not think of this? Because uh, this is why we do the show. So people could, you guys have ideas that can help us and we have ideas that can help you. And mm-hmm. that's why the show matters. It's not just about the content. It's about the connection and the experience. You know, our book club, for example, we do a first day pod book club. We've been doing it for well over a year mm-hmm. and we do it every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time live on Zoom. So it's not live actually, but it's a private, it is live. It's, it's live for the people in it. Yeah, it's private. It's a yeah. secret Zoom link, but we will give it to you if you want to join the book club. Yeah. And we've met people. We didn't know who Ed was. A year ago, I'm like, who's Ed? Never would have known who Ed was. Mm-hmm. And now Ed has changed our lives, and we've changed his, and we've had this experience together only, simply through this show in the book club. It's a true story. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's testament to what community can do because – there's so many people that are saying that they went through all of the pandemic and they're like, I've lost connections with so many people because I haven't been able to see them and I haven't been able to hug and I haven't been able to, 
you know, make friends and I haven't been able to da 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 da. And I, I just keep thinking, I'm like, man, you just weren't looking because they're like, even just with our book club, that was every week. And now we have, we have friends in that group that we didn't know each other. Like, look at um, Kelly and Sue. Kelly and Sue mm-hmm. ended up meeting up at, they ended up at a, at a um, barbecue and had they not had book club, they would have just been at, you know, separate tables in the barbecue because it would have been friends of friends and they wouldn't have met. But they saw each other and they got to hang out for the afternoon and Ed came down and like, it's so cool. So there's there's community out there if -hmm. you're just open to it and looking for it. And just FYI, I mean, you guys already know this, but um, clearly now because we're not great marketers. So uh, the only thing that we need is an email uh, or some way to get you the link, but it's not like the email goes into our massive funnel system where we're going to be bombarding you with stuff because we uh-huh. we are not great at this. So, anywho, um, we'd love to have you guys on here. But yeah, Mike, I think this is totally on us. Absolutely, I take full responsibility for my actions. I always have, and I always will. So mm-hmm. I know when I've made a mistake. I think it's our inaction. I think is what it is because I get excited. Uh- I get excited about the show. It's not like, like from the outside, it would almost look like because we're not marketing it, that it's like, oh, they don't care about the show or, oh, they're, they don't, whatever, they're embarrassed by it or whatever, because we're not promoting it. Right. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about it right now. Like, think about it if you went and you're like, they're just not doing it. So they obviously don't care. They're just in it just to do the podcast, you know, that's not it at all. Like we don't make a dime on this. We just do it because we know that it's important. And so, yeah, I'm putting that on my my goal list for this week. I am going to post every single day in First Day Pod and in the support system. Uh, support. What is it? Support group? It's a First Day Pod support group. Support zone? Support zone. That's what it was called. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a whole Facebook realm over there where you guys can connect with each other if you want to. And yeah. I'm never in there ever. Yeah. So I'm going to be in there all week long. So come on over and um, you know what? Why don't we, this is going to be, I guess this is going to be selfish. I'm going to do a lot of posting and polls and questions and stuff about who we can connect with, who we can get guests, who you think would be a good guest to have on the show, who you think would be good to connect with to market the show. I want you guys to help us do this Um, because Josh, that was brilliant. I wouldn't have yes. thought about that. Um, yep. And, and let's Ed just said together. something about first responders too, with COVID going on. Come there's, on, right? There's just regular everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a first responder, you're in the part of the VA. Parents with their kids, uh, mom yes. groups. Parenting is very difficult. What about Hello Happiness? Yep. Have, have you shared that one? I don't think I've talked about it on this show. You should, people. Hello Happiness is a group on Facebook. It's awesome, right, Leanne? It is. I'm actually really enjoying it. It's a super fun. Um, it's a, it's, it's just fun. So you just come in and you share whatever makes you happy. And so there's people that show, share like their favorite, whatever clips for movies or, uh, memes that they saw or whatever. Um, and every Tuesday night, if you are in Windsor, every Tuesday night, we do a games night, uh, at a park and everybody comes out and we have music and we play like lawn games and board games. And it's just a chance for us to get out. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And then actually after this show, um, I hop over there on Facebook and I do like a 15, 20 minute kind of let's talk about our wins for the week and let's talk about what Yay! we're grateful for and let's talk about. And so um, we kind of do that and it's cool because Ed meets us over there. <laughs> and then um, we have quite a few people that come on and share what they're grateful for. And um, it's really cool. It is. It, it's so funny. Like I think of all of these things as a silo and it's not like the hello happiness Mm -hmm. is like directly related to mental health it's oh yeah yeah, big time it's about supporting each other and trying to those together i just shared the hello happiness website link right here in our live chat which you guys can yeah thank you anytime you want you guys can pop in the live chat here and ask us a question or throw out a possible topic to ponder Mm-hmm. We're here for you, and you're here for us. This is a symbiotic relationship, and 
People might think we're cheesy or something. Cause that's uh, something. Remember, I used to say that a lot when we first started. I'm like, we can't be cheesy, okay? We'll make, sure, we'll make sure that you know we don't come off as like lame. And then you realize who your girlfriend was, and you're like, well, that's out the window. <laughs> I love my girlfriend. She's incredible. She's such a sweet, caring, sensitive, kind person. Oh, dear. and she's rubbed off on me a lot. I've become much more. You are um, kind and sweet and sensitive. Well, it's always been in there, but sometimes I try to act tough. You know, I'm a man. I got to be tough out there. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Any men out there? Like, you're trying to put on a game face? I don't do that. Like, I really haven't done that in years. I really haven't. But And I never really was, like, the man's man anyway. Like, I'm a man. Like, I wasn't. Ten years ago, was. you weren't like that? No, I was still. Trust me, I was never like that. I may yeah. have had. I may have been. Um, hmm. Anyway. You were different. How do you want to describe it? Come on, tell me. I don't know. I mean, some people may say that you had a huge ego, but that could, I mean, I don't know. But I never had ego in my life. That was just temporary because I had gotten shape. So you just came into a timing of a Great moment time. in my life. Yeah, where my ego had risen when it never existed in the first place because I felt good and looked good and I lost all this weight and I thought I was, and I graduated college and I was taking off. I was like, I'm on my way. Yeah. And I felt, I actually felt a lot of, uh, possibilities were available to me. But inside, I still didn't feel that way at all. I really didn't. What appeared to you outwardly was not... I've never had confidence in my life. I never have. Hmm. I'm honest. I'm being honest about that. Are you feeling yeah. like your start? I got no game, Ed says. Come on. Josh says, promote through YouTube or even create a website as an extension of the podcast. Oh, oh boy! Well, Josh, favorite topic. That's a great idea. <laughs> Leanne... <laughs> Used to pester me for months, like, when are you doing the website, Mike? When are you doing the website? When are you doing the website? Do you guys know that Leanne has her own website, by the way? Oh, no, don't put it in there. I I let the the thing lapse. Oh, it's over? Well, no, I will I will pick it up again. But, yeah, this is a good topic, too. We'll just, like, talk about whatever comes up. Um, I let it lapse because that was just going to be another thing that was on my plate. And I didn't want it there because I knew I wasn't spending the time doing it. So, um I don't have it anymore. I have the domain. I'm keeping, I pay for the domain every year and that's fine. Um, oh. But I just, I'm not, I'm not filling it out. So I just, when it came due, I had like a two year, um, whatever it is, like yeah. hosting thing. It came yeah, due in August and I was like, oh. eh, I'll just, I'll pick it up when I know that I can like dedicate something to it. And I have like hello happiness in the Facebook and sure it's not like, professional website cool thing but it's connection there's people in there that are like meeting each other that are like it's a really cool connection and that's all i want i don't i don't really care about what it looks mm -hmm. like i just i just want people to know that they're loved and to know that we can make happiness a priority in our life and that is okay you know there's a lot of people that have come to me in that group which this is like it's so fascinating but anyway, that have come to me in that group and said, thank you so much for doing this because or like in some variation of this. But thank you so much for doing this, because I feel like when I'm too happy, people don't want to hear it. I'm like, this is why, because I get the same thing. It's like, oh, you're always happy. No, I'm not always happy. But if I am happy, yeah. I would like somewhere that you can share it and you could be like, hey, guys, guess what? I did amazing at work yesterday or hey, guys, Yay! guess what? And I want, that's why I do the little wins on Sunday night, because some people have all these little wins that they have through the week and they have nobody to share it with. Because if they do, then they're like, oh, of course, your life is perfect. Well, <laughs> no, nobody's life is perfect. We're all going through shit and it's fine for us to complain about it. And people can be like, oh my gosh, I'm like going through a divorce. Everybody laps it up and it's like, oh, well, let's talk about it. But if you're talking about something good, then it's like, okay, bragger. You know, it's such wow. a it's such a weird way that we have been made our conditioned. Uh, yeah, conditioning. That's exactly what it is. And it's so so bizarre to me. So Yeah. I watched a dumb movie recently called Patch Adams. Oh, I never saw oh. it. No, it's about a Robin guy, Williams. a real guy. Uh, Robin Williams is in it. By the way, Robin Williams died from suicide. So mm -hmm. remember that uh, he was only in his 60s. He may have had some physical issues that were developing, but he certainly very honestly talked about depression and mental health issues of his own. Mm -hmm. So just remember, it's everywhere all the time.
everywhere all the time. It doesn't mean the world is bad. And depression doesn't need to be a bad thing either. It needs to be accepted as a part of a reality so that we understand that and we can be more empathetic to situations, okay? Don't get over your depression. You, odds are a lot of people never get over it. It's not something you get over. It's something that you have to cope with right. and learn to... Mm-hmm. Ride the wave. Yes, and but also seek help with it and not yeah. just let things fester because depression can make you... It can make you feel isolated and want to go hide in a corner for many, many days and turn on the TV and lock the doors and close the blinds and eat a bunch of Cheetos and Doritos and soda pops and ice cream and then cry and then puke it back up and et cetera, et cetera. It's just, man, it could be a real nightmare. It really can. But it's a very much a part of our reality. Mm-hmm. So let's not deny that. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that. I don't want to do that. But my point being is I watched Patch Adams. I never saw it. It's about a real guy who created his own, he tried to create his own hospital. It's called the Gesundheit Institute. Oh. Have you ever heard this? <laughs> Ed says, by the way, my first win of the week that I met you both. Oh, Ed, the, Ed just, come on, Ed. I, everybody should be as loving as Ed. He's such I a know, I man. love that man. Uh, Michelle, who's my mother, says, there is nothing hey, wrong with feeling you are living your best life. You're damn right about that, Mom. Hey, girl, you're right. And sometimes laughter can be enough for people to help their mental health. Laughter has been physically proven to improve your health. It releases stuff in your system that actually oxytocin. Yes. yes. Endorphins. Yes. It's fact. it's a fact. It is a fact. And then uh Devo Sam TV says, How does one identify a depressed person amongst friends? That is a great question, Davos. I would have to tell you you don't. You what don't because do you you can't identify it. When I went through where I would, well, I mean, you can if they're outwardly doing it, but the, the tricky part is, is that a lot of people that are going through depression don't show it. That's, I mean, uh, sure. Go ahead, Mike. Do you have, no, no, keep saying what you're saying. I want to hear your opinions. My opinion is, okay, so this is like, and this is, this is the caveat that I say with anytime that people ask questions you can't, I there, I don't think there's any answer or any question out there that you can just be like, here's the answer for everybody. So there probably are symptoms that like, or ways of identifying people that are depressed. And Mike probably has that information and he can talk about it. And people in the comments can talk about it. But the other thing that I just want to like point out is that a lot of people don't realize that people are going through depression. So they will especially if you don't see them, if you live with them, if you live with them, you could see it because you can see how they're changing. You can see that they're hiding in the room. But if you're just friends, there's people that can really make it. Oh, like I'm just, I'm too busy. I'm sorry. Everything's going really well, but I'm just too busy to go out. You think (sighs) that they're busy. You think that they're successful. You think that they're doing the thing. They're crying in their bedroom. Oh, you know what? I had a really great time and I went to the thing and, or I, I think I told you guys this story that I went to a baseball game and this couple came in, sat seats apart from each other. Like they left seats in front of them. And then the girl remembered she had to take a selfie. So she grabbed her boyfriend. (laughs) So dumb. She grabbed her boyfriend, started yelling at him. They both turned around to look because we were in back of them turned around to look at them so then they could get a selfie with the the um, diamond behind them. They both mm. smile, this fake smile, and then they separated. They stayed for two innings and they left the stadium. So anybody on Facebook would look at that like, oh, my relationships are never as good as them. I mean, they go to games and they're always happy. Meanwhile, they didn't talk that whole day except for the one time that she said, turn around and smile. So that's why I'm saying we can't always identify because people are really good at hiding it because we're feel like we can't we can't express it. Just like even though um, even though Robin Williams was able to talk about it openly, he obviously wasn't able to talk to the right people to be able to really help um, because his persona was the happy guy and the funny guy and the successful guy and the I've got it all together kind of thing. So it's one thing talking about it and saying, hey, guys, I have mental issue, uh, mental health issues or, hey, I'm going through this. And there's another with really doing the inner work to try to figure it out. And it's a scary place to go inside. Um, And that's why I'm hoping with this show 
boy, I'm long-winded right now, but that's why I'm hoping with this show, people are going to realize that it is the inner work. It's not just broadcasting that I'm depressed or I'm this. It's a good start and it's good that you're able to identify it, but there's a lot of work that you have to do inside. And that's why I think being around people that are talking about it, you realize that we're all trying to do that work on the inside. And that's why working with counselors are really important. If they're good counselors, they're going to help you with that kind of a thing, not just fixing it and giving you the medication and giving you the uh, medication is fine. And it, it's, it has its place, but you got to get to the root of what's going on. And a lot of it is conditioning. A lot of it isn't, it's not our fault. It's not, it was conditioning and we just don't know how we don't know how to see the truth. So anyway, mm. I think it's difficult. Devo Sam TV. I can't remember what your name was, but thank you so much for being here. He's right here. That's, it's thank Devo you. Sam TV. Thanks okay. for taking my question. Can one really, can one really realize if they are going through depression? Yes. But it, sometimes it might be hard if you're not familiar with it. Everything Leanne just described, to me, one of the biggest obstacles is just identifying and accepting that you are depressed. And there's a difference between feeling down for a couple of days and having depression. Depression is a disorder that is a long-term thing that doesn't just disappear instantly. And it can really bring you down. You can feel lethargic, fatigue. Uh, uh, just to be clear, by the way, Sam's, Davos Sam TV. I, that's a great name, by the way. Davos Sam TV. I like it. Davos, I am working on my master's in clinical mental health counseling, so I will be a licensed professional counselor by 2023. We're not quite there yet, but I'm knee-deep in the study right now, working hard on it. So I do have my own personal experience with mental health issues, opioid addiction, uh, anxiety, um, other issues that I probably didn't even have diagnosed. (laughs) And um, what I'm learning now is I've become a professional in training. But I will tell you... uh, it's tough. It's it's really difficult for some people to be honest about it. And the more stigma that continues to grab us by our ankles and try to drag us down, the harder it is for other people to want to be open about it. If they feel I still know people in real life who've said that it they felt they were weak because they had to seek mental health help or because they had certain feelings they weren't happy about or they were embarrassed, shame, tons of shame going on here. And if someone's depressed, the only way to really know that is to talk to them thoroughly and spend time with them so you can find out not only what they're saying or what they're not saying. If they're quiet, that might be a sign. But then there's also people who are shy, right? So could sometimes people are just shy. But if you hear a, a – if there's a lack of interest in doing anything, you don't really – there's no purpose, there's no drive. It's a big one. Yeah, I'm not even talking ambition. I'm just like not even like – Wanting to get out of bed or do the things that you used to love. Like you love softball. You love softball. If all of a sudden you were making an excuse every week not to go to softball, then that would be because it's something that you would normally like. But when depression takes over, you lose that drive to do the things that you That literally happened to me. Leanne, that's what happened to me. I played softball all the time up until about 2014. Oh, I thought you meant and recently, like this week. No, I was no. like, I thought that was your calf. What's going on? No, yeah, I have a calf injury. That's why I'm not playing softball right now. It's a physical issue. But the mental effect of that physical issue is kind of a bummer, and you got to be able to deal with that as well. That's a whole other thing. Sports psychology, athletic psychology, it's mm-hmm. a real thing. But I stopped playing softball around 2014, 2015, when everybody knew me as a guy who loved to play, and suddenly – they probably all felt weird because I was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. It sounds, no, I, I was depressed. I was also suffering through opioid addiction. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't as full blown as it got to be later on, but it was bad enough. And I was clearly depressed because all I wanted to do was not do the things that I enjoyed anymore. That was a massive red flag. And my friends probably noticed it like, dude, this guy doesn't want to play softball. And he's actually like yelling about it. I don't want to play softball. This is stupid. Why do we play this game? I don't want to drive all the way over there. I said shit like that verbatim Mm -hmm. so it's important for us to know someone who's depressed or just having a a possible mental health struggle is likely to act out in ways that don't seem typical of their normal routine as well right so uh, ed says in my opinion depression is being tired of playing the character you have been 
you can change once you have had enough. That is Beautiful. That's very interesting. Thank you, Ed. And Josh says, mental health professionals are there to guide, but the work has to be done with the individual, like you stated, Leanne. Good point, yeah. He's listening, Leanne. He's listening to you. I love Josh. Yeah, you should meet him someday. <laughs> I will, <laughs> off, of, off of video one day. If only day. you could come into our country. I mean, it seems so simple. Hey, United States, get it together. Let Seriously. Canadians in. Seriously. At least vaccinated people, the bare minimum. Come yes. on. Yes. Damn shame. Uh, Michelle says, unfortunately, in some social circles, people are openly empathetic discussing physical disease, but not open if it is a mental health issue. Yes. Yes. Another thing that I'm noticing that happens is because people are using depression, like like you said, depression is very different than you just being down for, you know, you lose your job and you're down about it. That's okay. That's not, you're not falling into depression that's a big life change and you, and you need to deal with it. If you don't deal with it and six months later, you're still have no purpose, not going out, not seeing your family, not doing anything, then yes, you're probably, I mean, I'm not diagnosing. When Mike just gave all right. of his, like what he's doing, I am not educated in any of this kind of stuff. So I just speak from my heart, but, um, that's that's a different thing. But what's happening, too, is that people are using depression like, oh, I'm so depressed. So then people that are actually going through depression are like, well, I don't I don't even know, because like Sally, she says she's depressed all the time, but she still goes to the party and she still goes to this thing. So like, what's wrong with me? I feel like I can't get out of bed. But like mm. Sally keeps saying she's depressed, but then she keeps going and doing all of the things. That, so why is she stronger? I'm not. So. If I'm this weak, then I'm not going to go and get help because I'm going to feel like I'm this, you know, and it's yeah, it's just, and I think that with anything, you guys know, if you guys have listened to this um, podcast before, you know that I, so I hate labels. I really don't like she really does labeling stuff, which was interesting because growing up in my twenties and even in my thirties, I was like the label queen, like in a relationship, where do we stand? What's our, are we going out? Are we committed? Are we the, um, everything was like, I had a label for everything because everything needed to be organized. Now I hate it because it really pigeonholes us. And so I don't think it's as important to figure out if your friends are depressed. I don't think it's, it's not up to you to diagnose your friends with whatever. I think we need to start listening to our friends a lot more. I think we need to be there and be empathetic. I think we need to be aware of what's going on. I think we need to do check-ins. They were saying that a lot through the pandemic. If you haven't heard from your friend, just check in and see how they're doing. I think mm -hmm. we need to do those kinds of things. And I think this show and talking about mental health in general is going to help because it doesn't really matter if, if you label... So they say that one of the things is name it to tame it, right? So if you can yeah. name, if you can name that you have depression there, but it's such a fine line, I feel. And again, this is not going to be anything that's ed educated. This is just my feeling. I get the name it to tame it thing, right? I understand that. If you say, okay, good, I've named it. I have depression. Now I can go on the internet and I can figure it out. I can go and see the professional. I can go and take care of it. But then there's also a part of naming it and owning it and saying, no, I'm just depressed. I can't get out of this. I can't. And, and not doing anything about it um, because you're calling yourself depressed and now you're kind of uh, and, and depressed might not even be a good one, but um, with a lot of things, if we start taking on that role, then it's like we almost feel more like a victim, like we can't get out of it. Um, so I don't care about if anybody around me is depressed, but if they're changing or if I can see that they're not thriving, yeah, I want to be there for them. So I don't, I don't think that we need to I don't think we need to label. Well, we do. We do. In your field, we do. But Devo, Sam, 
I don't think that's as important. And if you have somebody in your life that you're, if you're asking this question specifically because you have a friend that you see is changing or that you see is, I you think they're depressed, don't ask them if they're, I mean, you could do whatever you want, but I would say, don't ask them if they're depressed. Don't ask, but just say, hey man, like, you know, we used to be able to go out and do this and you're not doing that anymore. What's going on? Are you like, and have the conversations and asking the awkward questions ends up opening up conversation, but nobody wants to ask it. Like they don't want to say, why aren't you coming out? They just let people slide. Ask the question and let yourself be uncomfortable just for a few minutes. It'll just be uncomfortable for a few minutes. But start asking the questions and 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 diving in and get ready that if people are if people are really not doing well, they might yell at you. They might not want you around. They might whatever, but be open to always be around for them and respect their boundaries. But just know that that's not them talking. Mm. You know, I don't know. There's so much to unpack with this. Uh, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Leanne, help me. I am. There's so much information. It's funny because I think I'm, I've gotten used to you not being on this podcast and I just like. <laughs> Honey, you're doing a great job. You're speaking your truth. You're being honest. You're keeping it real. And that's what we do here on the First Day Pod. We're live on the First Day Pod. Me and Leanne are back together again. It's been a minute since we've been on the show together. Yay. We got some great comments here. We got. More questions from Davos, so stay tuned here. Josh says, but people can become depressed due to physical issues. They are not always mutually exclusive. Great point, Josh. Very the good term point. Can, yes, the term can sometimes be misused. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. Ed says, for myself, my feeling shame made it so hard to get help. Feeling I was bad and unworthy made it almost impossible to ask for help. Oh, boy. For me, when my fear was greater than my shame... That's when I started to reach out for help. So the fear finally outweighed the shame. This is something I think a lot of people can relate to. Fear versus shame. Which one wins out? Which one finally tips the scales to get your ass in gear? And it's not about, sorry, I don't mean it like that. I say get your ass in gear. But what I mean is you get inspired to actually want to try to do something mm -hmm. that will help you. Mm -hmm. So it's not about you're not pathetic and you're not a loser and you're not, you know, don't put all these labels like Leanne was talking about. Don't put these labels on yourself. Don't let depression label you. Depression mm -hmm. loves to label people, but we can't let depression have that power. Right? Right. Yes. Uh, Devo says, how does one contribute to spread awareness about mental health? Now, this is a great question. What can I do to encourage people to take up mental health issues positively and go out to take consultations treatments so let's hmm. see this seems like a simple question but i think this is an important question and one that is not as simple as you might think it is leanne people i think people want to know this a lot wow yeah like you and i we talk openly about this stuff a lot but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the norm we're trying to make it the norm you know what i mean this this is yeah i'm just reading it this is beautiful this is i really want to um devo sam Sorry. Can you put in the it could comments? Be it could be Devo Sam TV or yep. Devo Sam TV. Yeah. Either or way. Devo so AM TV. That's right. Okay. Good thing? call. Wait, no. Devo Sam TV. This yeah. doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're really happy you're here, Devo. Yes. We really appreciate you reaching out. This is exactly what we wanted. We were talking about at the top of the show. We want to connect with people, and we're doing that right now. Yes. We're literally doing that. Yes. And I do. I want to learn more about you. I want to know this. Is, you sound so sweet. And I'm just I I don't even know. Sincere. If you're, yeah. Like to actually care about trying to do something. Um, so I think one of the things that you can do as well, um, and it, it might sound trite, but if you have um, anything that you I'm not going to say if you have come on, you've gone through something that you're just, you know, um, some sort of mental something because guess what? We all have mental faculties. And so nobody knows how we didn't get a um, tutorial and how to use this. <laughs> so we all screw up and we all have these emotions that come in and we don't know yeah. how to handle them. And 
culture or conditioning or whatever teaches us one way. It could be peer pressure. It could be uh, anxiety over a test. It could be uh, I'm at a job interview tomorrow. Uh, I got fired once. All these things. Yes. It could be anything. Trust issues. It mm. could be. It, it, there, there's so much. Parents. So Parents we, are a big one. We all have. We all have stuff. So. If you wanted to share things and it doesn't, you don't have to be super vulnerable and be like, Hey guys, so this is what happened. If you want to go ahead, but you can just say, Hey guys, I've, you know, struggled with this and I found this article to really help and share that on your Facebook or on your social media or say, Hey guys, you know, I was trying to go and see some, um, um, uh, resources and I headed over to the mental health. Uh, like we have Canadian mental health. They have run wonderful resources. We have BANA. BANA was on bulimia, mm. anorexia nervosa. They have excellent resources. And you can just say, hey, you know what? I was wanting to learn more about it because I want to work on my mental health. And hey, guys, I found this website. Here it is. You guys might like it too. And if you say, I feel like if we frame things that way, then it's like, oh, I don't have to be shamed to do that. I can just go and learn it because people are spending all day long watching cat videos and doing nothing for them, <laughs> but there's no shame in that. But me going to go find out, think about it like training. So you're going to work out if you work out on your body, right? You can go spend an hour at the gym and everybody's like, oh, so awesome. He goes to the gym four days a week and he's like, really, it's really good. Like, look at his muscles and blah, blah, blah. But now you're going to go and try to figure out your mental health and you're going to go train and you're going to go get resources and you're going to learn it and you're going to listen to to um, psychologists that are giving tips and you're going to listen to a mental health podcast and somehow that's weird. No, you're just trying to strengthen our mental faculties. That's all that's happening. So I feel like if we can start maybe doing that, then it'll make it more acceptable to talk about it, learn about it, share, um, you know. I don't know. Gosh. It's yeah. a great idea, honey. This is why we love the questions. Yes. For me, I'll give you one quick answer to that yes. question. What yes. can the question was originally from Davos was how can one encourage people to take up mental health issues positively and go out to take treatments or at least meet with somebody, meet with a professional? <laughs> and more importantly, how does one contribute to spread awareness about mental health? The simple answer for me is share your own story. That's it. To yes. share your own experience. You don't yes. have to bring a bunch of data in. You don't have to go research and provide a pamphlet. Just share yeah. a personal experience of your own that lets people know at first this happened to me. It's real. I could relate to it because I've probably been there. Mm -hmm. And then you'll find a lot of connections. You might be surprised by the, you know, the honey that this personal experience you share with others is that attracts all the other bees. Yeah. It's really possible. Good point, babe. I, I think it is. I mean, that's that's an opinion. That's definitely an opinion, but that's my personal opinion. I believe that if we share our experiences, like somebody did this week, a guy, I, didn't, I don't even know him that well. He shared, and this is what you guys can do with us. We love this type of stuff. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier, too, about how people love the show and they privately, I get we get DMs, we get messages all the time saying, really love what you guys are doing. I'm very, very supportive of it. People do believe that, and they're not lying. It's a genuine connection. Mm -hmm. But some people just like to keep it private. Mm -hmm. And this one guy messaged me this week, and he shared this whole thing he wrote that morning. He wrote it that morning, and he shared it with me. And it was essentially a story about him being on the brink of killing himself, of suicide, standing on a bridge, thinking about the decision to go on or not. And it's filled with a lot of his own experiences about negative thinking and how negative thinking had really got him to a certain point where he just felt like he couldn't deal with it anymore, but he didn't, but he shared that with me and it touched me because it was authentic. Uh, I could relate to several things he wrote about in it. And it also left open the possibility for a better tomorrow. And that was so cool. And yeah. the fact that he was willing to share it with me, we're not buddies. I mean, I'd, I know him from Twitter, and that's it. We haven't even really had any conversations. It's amazing. But he shared it with me. That's beautiful. He took a risk. That's beautiful. It, yeah. I got to tell you, and I want to thank him again. Thank you so much for doing that, anonymous person. You're incredible. I'll keep it secret. It's always going to be between us. But I hope, too, is that he might continue to follow that path and then share more openly with others at his own pace and discretion, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And that's what you can do with your friends and loved ones or people that you want to help or for yourself. If you need mental health treatment, you don't know where to start, what do I do? You could talk to one person and you could share a story and build from there. Or you could contact all the standard issue. There's a lot of hotlines and helplines. There's the crisis text line. This is a good resource. I've done work for them as a volunteer. You text the number and you get to text with someone. You don't talk to them on the phone. If you're very shy, if you're very afraid, right? That's really nice. That thing's pretty cool. It's pretty cool if you're, you could talk about anything. We're talking about trained professionals who, I went through a training when I was a volunteer just to be able to volunteer. So you can't just be a volunteer for the crisis text line. They have legitimate pros on staff and they will be there 24 seven. I I worked the night shift, the 4 a.m., 2 a.m. People text me about suicide, uh, their parents, girlfriends, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. The resources are there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's just a simple way to start. You mm-hmm. Just make one maneuver. May have one conversation. Engage in a discussion with someone you know, or maybe it's easier. That's why people love counselors and therapists in a way, because they don't know them. And they could just say whatever they want because they don't feel like it's going to come back to their social circle in any way. It's also confidential. Mm-hmm. Right, Leanne? I mean, Leah, we've talked about this that, you know, you at times have been apprehensive about therapy, right? And why is that? No, I was completely against well, at a time. It. No, I was oh. completely <laughs> against it. So I wasn't apprehensive. I was, I don't need it. I'm not going. I don't need it. And then there was the whole. I oh love my- you. and then there was the whole i live in a small city and if i go to the building then they're gonna know that i'm going and that something's wrong with me like okay so um (laughs) it's so now like now where i'm at i'm like that's so silly to think that way um and then it like it all like it all started that I started opening up to all of this kind of stuff is when I ended up it wasn't like a full on nervous breakdown. I didn't have to go to the hospital for it, but it was not it was not good. And um, I had to go to the doctor um, to go and just be like, hey, you know what? What's going on? Like this is mm-hmm. this is just not great. And um, why? Why when? <laughs> Not why, because we all know why we don't do it. People can learn from your story, though. This is because this is how people feel. So here's the whole thing. Okay. If. Okay. If you want, let's say I want to get like a nice, like, you know, abs, whatever. If I've never worked out, if I don't have anybody around me, I'm not going to be able to just be in my room and be like, I think this will do it because then I'll just be like, I think maybe if I just like move or something like that might work or maybe if I Mm -hmm. if I don't know. So what do you do? You go and you find the people that are helping other people get it. So you go and you find the tutorials or you go get a gym membership or you get a coach or you get a professional that can teach you about the food and the nutrition and all of this. And that yeah. is okay. And that's what your mom was talking about, that that's okay to talk about all of this physical stuff, but you can't talk about mental. It's the exact same thing. So if you're yes. having something that you don't know how to handle it, why do we think that we should have the answers? And if we don't have the answers for that, something's wrong with us. Nothing is wrong with us. Nobody has been so taught. True. You weren't taught as a five-year-old how to get washboard abs for when you're 20 same thing, you weren't told that when your parents lash out at you because they had a bad day at work, they're not actually lashing out at you. They had a bad day at work and they're handling it inappropriately. You don't understand that. Now you're internalizing that. Then you're turning into a 20-year-old that has issues, but you're not talking about it because it's weird because you should yeah. be able to handle this better. Then you're 30, then you're 40. Now you're 70 and you're like, what the hell? That's just who I am. No, no. No, because we should have been having, and that's why your whole thing about family counseling, which if we would have had this conversation five years, 10 years ago, I'd been like, no, I don't think that's necessary. Just figure out the person that has the biggest issue and they should go to counseling. No, because it's always, 
a whole dynamic issue. It's not one person. You're not in a silo. So I think that <laughs> that's one of the things that should be happening. And they have like, so for us in Canada, we have, um, and okay, anybody that's from Canada, you guys will be able to like chime in and tell me that like where I'm wrong or where I'm right. Um, mm -hmm. But we have um, healthcare that can take care of, we can go and get a physical every single year. But I don't know that we have that why is it a physical for our body every single year? Everybody's, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get my physical. Yep, it's that time of year. But nobody's saying, oh, yeah, my family's going to our yearly uh, counseling meeting. Even just mm. one, even just one session a year that you just said, hey, when I go get my physical, I'm also making an appointment to go for the family counseling. So then you guys can all just get together and just like talk about it and whatever. Mm -hmm. That should be part of it that we can like. Anyway, I digress. I'm just like that was one well said. That's, there's so many things that we can be doing. So yeah, I you and I, we share a relationship and then we have our own individual immediate families, but we're all connected together. We're yes. all influencing each other in some way. That's yeah. all this energy in the world is created in the air, but it's run through human beings and all living forms and mm -hmm. even things that are dead. Well, the dead things usually don't have as much energy, but there is you know, but they still do have energy, just not. That's not my point. I, 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 yeah, I digress there. The point being is that you? we're all impacting each other. We're all influencing yeah. each other with our actions, our our thoughts, our vibes. The vibe is a very real thing. I used to think it wasn't, but you could walk into a room and you could feel the energy from someone. If if it's strong enough, they could really impact you immediately. They really could. Uh, that's we have a few comments here. Oh. Okay. I was just going to say that's another tip. There's been study after study after study after study. And Josh said, I think it was Josh that was saying that laughter can really help. Yeah. Um, give yourself the opportunity to be able to see funny things, even if you're not laughing, even if you're depressed and you're miserable and nothing is making you laugh. That's okay. But you know what? Watch it anyway. Watch it anyway. Watch people laugh. Watch children laugh. Do that every day <laughs> while you're going through it. And eventually it's going to end up helping you and you're going to, it's going to make you happier. I feel better already. It's true. It's good. It is. It Man. is absolutely true. Okay. So go ahead and do the comments. <laughs> The problem for me, though, sometimes the things that make me laugh are, like, unpleasant for other Inna people. Inappropriate, yes. Oh, and I don't care about inappropriate. Just unpleasant for them. Like, they're going through something, and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. That's not cool. That's not so cool. So let's try not to – let's not – let's try not to improve ourselves at the expense of others, but – There's a yeah, lot out a there that you can see that's just funny just to be funny. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's like a thing when you're growing up, and your mom's yelling at you, your dad's yelling at you, and – you start smiling, you start wanting to laugh, and your brother's looking at you, and you're both like, what's so funny? I'll give you, yeah, I'll wipe that smile off your face, or whatever, I don't know, whatever. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, I've heard that before, but like, that's, I couldn't help myself. It's like, the more it's not supposed to be funny, I'll laugh more. That's just something, that's also another learned condition, you know? I that's exactly. That. I did. So, yeah. I could unlearn it. Yes. Many... By the way, you can unlearn you can unlearn anything if you really want to. That yes. is true. And that's not about weakness or willpower. It's just how the world works. We learn things and we can unlearn them. That's what we're we're learning about right now in the book club, breaking the habit of being yourself. FYI, guys. When is that? Monday nights, eight o'clock Eastern time. One hour oh. on Zoom. Oh, it's not like four hours. I don't have time for like a three hour book club every no, week. It's one hour. Sometimes it's one hour and five minutes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we'll send you the link. DM us or you can email the show, firstdaypod at gmail.com. We're here for you. We are. We care. We really care. Yes. Josh says, uh, I would say find an activity that the person might find joy in regardless of what it is. And it could start to get people to break from the hole they might be in. Yes. Hmm. Michelle says, beautiful. He was able to reach out to you. I was referencing the fellow who did reach out to me earlier. Yeah. Beautiful story. Uh, yep. He just did it. He just wrote it down and he emailed it awesome. to me. That's okay. how he did it. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. Davo says, are there any apps which people can use to check symptoms? 
say for eating disorder. That's a good one. Yeah. We know a lot about eating disorders here, don't we, Leanne? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a ton of apps actually. Um, there's a lot of apps. I think it's one of those things. It's kind of like finding the counselor that's going to work for you. Yeah, it's going to be a matter of finding what works for you. Like, are you somebody that wants to write everything in? Is it somebody that? Um, but I'm going to. What I'm going to do actually. Um, since I am going to be posting every day this week, I'm going to go back to these questions it's on the and record. I'll put some of the things on there. So I'll look up some of the apps and then maybe just do a post. I can do a post and then we can get yeah. everybody to talk about the apps that they've used, what they liked, what they didn't like. And we can see That's that. That's how so. the, this thing continues to grow. So it exciting. just starts with one seed from Demos yeah. and we keep yes. going and going and going and so on and so on. It's fantastic. Yeah. You may think it's cheesy, but it's just real life, folks. We're just yes. trying to be of service. Yes. Just we try to figure care. it out together. There's mm -hmm. two people here that actually care. We're just being honest. Yes. It's not it's not fake. This is not for money. It's not for anything. It's about helping people. It's about being of service. When I've been so low, I've been at the lowest point people can get to in this life. When you know what that feels like and then you get back to basics and you feel pretty good about yourself again, you really wanna you have a drive within you. There's like something talking in your ears, like, hey, help people, help, help. Be of yes. service. Be of service. Help people out. Help people out. It's, you know, it's, it's what's in my ear right now. And yes. I, I, I'm grateful for that. I really am. Uh, Tammy says, because we don't want to hand over our control. Amen. Interesting. Wow. Amen. Emotional fitness in quotes, says Michelle. Yes. That's always a good thing. Yes. Uh, my company has an employee assistance program for mental health, says Tammy. How about that? Ooh, beautiful. That's incredible. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, and, that's uh, awesome. She does live in Canada, though, so United States people, you're not getting something like that. Uh, I'm sure they pay for it. Like, I'm sure the company pays for it. That's I'm not coming from the government. Uh, yes, I don't know. It's just... Anywho, right. okay, so. continue, continue. Josh says, that is socially awkward to cope. I don't know what we're... Uh, yes, I missed this one. I'm sorry, Josh. I should have been more timely on the comments. At any rate, I did think of one app my brother shared with me. Not Josh, my other brother, Matt, who's been on the show many times. Matt has his own website. He has his own counseling practice. You can go to MatthewGovier.com if you're looking for a free consultation, 15-minute free consultation. He's there for you all online, too. You don't have to be in person, MatthewGovier.com. But Matt recommended the uh, Eat Right app. Eat, uh... Eat Right Now, was it? Yeah, Eat Right Now. That's right, yes. So check mm -hmm. that one out, Davos. Eat yes. Right Now. He strongly recommended it. It's about CBT and really developing a program that is like shown through evidence to be useful for people nice um, and tammy does confirm the company pays for it that's right there you yeah. go leanne <laughs> is very smart you're so smart leanne where do you get all this info i don't know i'm just brilliant <laughs> i'm just what brilliant a, spoken like a genius right there that's why i love her <laughs> all right oh well God, uh, so i think good. we've done it we've done our show so this has been great what a show time flew by it's like whoa so nice having you back you know, it's better without me, but it's nice to be here. I mean, you It's not yourself, better without you. You get to just roll and you get to talk and talk and you get to interact with the comments. It makes a difference to have the comments, doesn't it? It does. Yes. You, means you the learn world that by yourself. Yeah. 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 Hosting a show by yourself is hard anyways. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get to bounce stuff off anybody. You're just kind of there alone. So yeah. it's a huge, much more difficult challenge. So I Plan to be here as often as I can. Softball season's almost over. Uh, there is a fall season brewing. I don't know what's going on. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, <laughs> but we have several guests lined up that want to come on the show. So uh, we're going to have some cool people on here over the next six weeks, and we will inform you about that as we get closer to those events. There's a lot of people who reach out and say, hey, I really want to talk about mental health on your show. So not mm -hmm. only do people find it of use and of service, but they want to interact in real time and share yeah. their own views. Yes. That nice? I love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys yeah, so much for commenting and being vulnerable and sharing uh, in the comments. It, it truly does mean the world to us. Yeah, I feel yeah. like this is like the best episode we've ever done. I really do. I loved it. We talked yeah. openly and honestly about everything. Didn't mm -hmm. pull any punches. We shared thoughts about how to grow the show. We shared thoughts about how people deal with depression. We talked about so much on this show. So make sure if you like what you hear or you like what you see in real time, Follow us on your favorite podcast platform, First Day Pod. Give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts that helps us grow and shares our pod with others because Apple, the more Apple gets five-star reviews, the more they share their pod 
on their platform. And we don't control that. Mm-hmm. It's just a system we live in, right, Leah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Devo says, I am glad that I landed on this podcast. Appreciate yeah. the support from you two. And of course, the viewers who interacted. That's awesome. This is this is it right now in this moment, Davos. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Oh, he's on Twitch. Yeah, this whole oh, he's been on cool. Twitch all the time. Oh, so we awesome. get Twitch viewers. It lets us know that Twitch is helping. Yeah, I it didn't works. even know what Twitch is. That's awesome. Okay, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> she still does. Yeah, Leanne doesn't know what Twitch is. I tried to explain it to her, but it's Whatever. just a place to look at stuff. Just like anyway, it doesn't matter. I you can find me on Facebook. I'm even giving up on Instagram. You find me on Facebook. We're gonna don't I'm say gonna that. We're trying week. to. We're, no, we're trying to promote the show and market and grow. You just talked about we got to do a better job of that. So first yeah. pod on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, uh, maybe TikTok. I don't know. We don't want to have a TikTok yet. So we got to do that, too. Maybe we'll do all of that when we're together. But for right now, you know, you know what? what you can do is you can be on TikTok, 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 yeah. TikTok. Okay. You can go on TikTok and create your posts and then share it right through Instagram and Twitter. So that way you don't have to repeat. It lets you do it very easily. And TikTok has the most... Uh, effects and fun little things that make your post more interesting. So I think uh, we're onto something. I really do. Okay. And I'm so excited about it. Thank you, everybody. This has been wonderful. The first day pod. We appreciate your time. Ed, Josh, Michelle, Tammy, everybody else who chimed in here and continues to chime in. We love meeting Davos as a new person in our community. That's fantastic. But we yes. always appreciate the regulars who show up for this show on the reg. That's fantastic. I think uh, that's it, right? First day pod book club, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. DM us. We'll give you the Zoom link and you can join us. It's only one hour. It's a nonfiction. It's about wisdom, empowerment, education. We read books that try to help us understand the world better and maybe improve ourselves just a little bit, right? Yes. Okay. Until next time, everybody. Thank you. Bye.